Welcome, everybody, to On Podcast, the On Microsoft Podcast, where we talk about Microsoft stuff on a podcast. And we are back in our normal situations today. You guys can see behind me, I am back at home. So hopefully things go more according to plan. Um, I have my regular setup. I'm with the world's greatest co-host today. Arif Bacchus. Uh, I am Kareem, and we will be walking you through all of the news uh, on a slow July Microsoft month. Uh, but there's still news, so uh, buckle up. <laughs> And we'll be talking about uh, Windows 10 21H2 uh, its announcement and what that entails. Uh, we got some really exciting news from Inspire. What do you want to you jump in on that one? The only exciting thing from Inspire for most people is Windows 365 Cloud PC. It's basically the Windows of Netflix or the Netflix of Windows, however you want to put it. It's like it streaming an... streaming Windows from the cloud to your PC, but only if you are a business or a enterprise. The enterprise business Netflix of operating systems. Of I think we Windows. got it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's of operating. I mean, what other operating systems can you stream really right now? Uh, that's true. Uh, uh, we're also going to be talking about some more minute stuff, which is the new emojis that Microsoft is uh, rolling out. Uh, they are they also the renaissance of Clippy. It's kind of like how Keanu Reeves had his whole renaissance a few years back with all of his movies and stuff like that. Clippy's coming back in the same way. And then we have uh, our favorite section, which is our fast recap. And if we didn't have enough windows during the regular segment, there is windows and fast recap as well. And we're talking about a new Windows 11 build and also Teams because, hey, Teams is everything these days. We never stop with Teams. Yeah, we should. We really we've contemplated renaming the website to just on Teams <laughs> all the time. Uh, but yeah, we have the Teams, new Teams preview app, which is not using Electron, which is supposed to be a lighter, faster, uh, more friendly version uh, of Teams. And then we also have Teams filters, which are coming out uh, where they seem to leverage stuff like from Snapchat, Instagram, Skype, really, uh, to make you look better. Because uh, if buying a whole rig of lighting and mics and things like that are making you look better, Teams will do it for you. And talk about this new this new um, thing about video, fil- uh, video filters. Yeah, uh, the video filters, like I said, there's just kind of leverage from Skype where uh, where they will lighten the backgrounds, uh, give you, you know, soften the skin, things like We'll get more into the details uh, during the recap, but got new filters coming for you guys. And a week ahead, it's your favorite segment. It's my favorite segment. And you have some new modern accessories from Microsoft. I know I reviewed the speaker and the webcam, but you have the bulk of the accessories. I have all the accessories. Microsoft is kind enough to bring to let us review uh, the microphone. Get the microphone or the speaker. Uh, we also have both versions of the headsets. Uh, you can see there. Uh, this has a cool surface dial on it. Uh, this is the USB. Uh, no, the Bluetooth one. We also have the USB wired one. Uh, we also have the uh, camera as well. And you have a whole setup and rig going. Um, we'll also be talking, aside from, you know, hardware like that, we all, I have a, you know, gaming PC that I need to review and, uh, some other, you know, devices. Um, and I'm sure you got other stuff that you are going to be pushing out. And then it's also the sixth year, sixth birthday of Windows 10. It RTM'd on July 15th, but Windows 10 was actually released for the public on July 29th. And that's coming up. So we just have a little chit chat about the history of Windows a, bit, a little bit. Yeah, we're going to go back and forth. Uh, I know that you have written a piece uh, for another publication, and, I, yep. and I'm in the midst of writing one as well, just kind of uh, showing the history of Windows 10, uh, its predecessor Windows 8, and how this has shaped Windows 11. 
And what about this thing about the Steam Deck? Uh, Steam, what is it? The Steam Deck is like a Nintendo Switch Steam. Yeah, we're gonna get into that and kind of yeah. see uh, where that stands uh, in the midst of the new Nintendo OLED, which is a mid-cycle refresh for Nintendo. Uh, you know, we'd say it's the beginning of a, a console generation for Microsoft to Sony, except they're barely getting consoles out as is. So we want to see where this lands, uh, if it, you know, if and when it does become available later this year and how this could help shape Microsoft's goals as far as an Xbox streaming stick or its smart, uh, its ambitions of putting Xbox on smart TVs. But uh, stop talking about Xbox. Let's get to Windows 10 21H2, <laughs> which is what everyone is here to hear about. Last week, we had our crazy conspiracy theories about when Windows 10 21H2 would be coming and some of the new things that Microsoft uh, dropped in the support documents for like IT admins about Windows 10 21H2. But um, the cat's out of the bag now, and it's official. When Microsoft officially detailed Windows 10 21H2, which is the second major update and the final major update for Windows 10 in this calendar year, which is 2021. And they confirmed that it will be released along Windows 11 later this year. Of course, we already knew that because they committed to Windows 10 through 2025. But if you're hoping that this would be a major update with effects from Windows 11 and like visual redesigns, um, uh, we have some very bad news for you. That's not true. Uh, Windows 10 version 21H2 will just be another mi minor update like the 21H1 update which preceded it. There's only three new features coming in this update which relate to Wi-Fi security, Windows Hello, and the Windows subsystem for Linux. And Microsoft already released the first preview build to... I believe it is a release preview channel Windows insiders who weren't able to run Windows 11 because they were switched out of the, the rings. And I'll let you talk a little bit more about that and what's new in Windows 10 21 H2. Yeah, uh, it looks like I think the specifics were the bills only available for insiders who removed from the beta channel to the release channel. Uh, and that's, you know, for people who may couldn't have, uh, yeah, couldn't run it uh, because of their hardware requirements. Uh, if you're in that camp, the first 21H2 build will be available via the seeker, quote, 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 seeker experience in the Windows update. So you, you're going to have to seek this out in order to get it for right now. This is kind of one of those things where you hit update and all of a sudden it pops up. So just keep that in mind. Uh, Windows 10 uh, version 21H2 will bring, like you said, Wi-Fi, Windows Hello, Windows Ups, uh, more advanced and improvements to the Windows subsystem for Linux. Uh, and again, we say that they're minor changes, but for anybody who is a Linux developer, uh, works in Linux, things like that. Uh, this is fairly important uh, for you guys. Uh, make sure that it's stable and that you guys can uh, run all of your uh, VMs through there as well. Um, the, the other details we're getting about uh, as far as the Wi-Fi security is that it's getting support for WPA3 uh, and H2A, uh, H2E standards as well. Uh, so again, what this means is you'll get um, uh, uh, more protocols that people need to go through before uh, they can transfer anything through your Wi-Fi network onto your hardware, uh, onto the device itself. Um, so again, just more security uh, that isn't TPM related. To TPM so, 2 TPM 2.0, yeah. Yes, exactly. Uh, as far as Windows Hello for, uh, you know, you probably scratch your head saying, you know, don't they already have it? Well, we were talking about this off mic. Specifically, this is supposed to help support business, uh, help business support simplified, powerless 
passwordless passwordless uh, deployment models for achieving a deploy to run state within a few minutes. Uh, what that means, you would have to tell me. Uh, but it's supposed <laughs> it's supposed to help, uh, I guess, um, manage password security, so you don't have to necessarily do the complicated thirty two characters slash you know all these other things uh, in order to run some of these states. Um, the other thing we're getting, and I think the last thing we're getting uh, from this release build is uh subsystem for linux improvements which um, well, we just talked about that yeah. yeah yeah so other than that um again these are all going in testing this should be coming out in the fall um for those who are still on windows 10 uh who are you know businesses for the most part who are going to be upgrading uh this is what you're going to get it's and again it, it will install just like a regular cumulative update as all windows 10 releases have for i think what the last probably one and a half or two years now. And Again, Micro- not, not to be confused with the insiders try to test it now. Yeah, this is just out. when it comes out for everyone via Windows Update. And Microsoft confirmed that it will be coming later this year. I guess probably judging from past Windows releases, October or November or September is usually when you would expect the second half of second Windows update for the second half of the year. So look out for that then. And again, like Kareem said, it is in the release preview branch right now, and it's only for people who couldn't run Windows 11, who couldn't opt their PCs in to get Windows 11. And these features that we just talked about aren't in this preview build right now. Rather, they just have a long list of fixes and improvements. So um, Microsoft is amping up and getting ready right here for the next version of Windows 10. And don't worry, Windows 10 isn't going away. They're still supporting it. It's just that to me personally, it seems like they're catering Windows 10 more for business rather than for consumer because Windows 11 has all the fancy stuff now. Yeah, um, and I think this is part of... uh... You know what we'll get into later about the uh, six-year anniversary of Windows right. 10. And my point of view is that uh, Windows 10 has now become Windows 7 uh, for all intents and purposes, for the good and the bad that Windows 7 was. This will be the probably the second longest uh, life cycle for Windows operating system uh, and support for it's become the foundation for you know what you'll build Windows 11 from, which you know hopefully it isn't analogous to Windows 8. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, Windows 10 will be around for a while. Uh, it'll still get mostly security and productivity features while Panos gets to play with Windows 11. Yep. And speaking of Windows, um, Microsoft put Windows on your Windows in Windows via the cloud with Windows 365 Cloud PC, right? Yes, uh, this is super exciting. Uh, and oddly enough, it came during Inspire. Uh, which is another cloud IT uh, developer conference and not the uh, what's next for Windows, uh, which some of us would have expected. Uh, Part of the reason is that Windows 365 Cloud PC is only for enterprise at the moment. Uh, I can go into implications on why this would be great and probably the next Chrome competitor and how it could be the solution to Windows 10X, but I won't. I will just (laughs) tell you the details of what we know so far about Windows 365. Uh, it allows streaming Windows 10 or Windows 11 uh, when it's available, including apps, data, and settings as a cloud service. So this, you know, Mary Jo Foley has been beating, beating the drum for the last I don't know, five years about Windows as a service finally being something that Microsoft is working towards. Uh, and it is now a thing. Uh, it takes the operating system to the Microsoft Cloud. Uh, so it is separate from 
um, Windows Azure. It is built on Windows Azure, but it's its own thing. It's securely streaming the full Windows experience to your personal or corporate devices. So uh, the era of thin clients, just like you know, Clone Wars, is upon us. Uh, <laughs> begin the uh, war of thin devices. Uh, Microsoft calls this thin client implementation as cloud PC, which uses both the power of the cloud and the capabilities of the device to provide a full Windows experience. The new hybrid personal computing categories is well time considering the acceleration of digital transformation businesses across the world and the most and because of the pandemic. I don't think that they time this to be a solution or an answer to the pandemic. I think this has been again since five or six years ago. This has kind of been something they've been working towards. But uh, there are tiers. Uh, we know that much. Uh, we do have some uh, early pricing uh, um, offered initially. I don't believe uh, I have that information right now, though. Uh, I will have to look that up. But I'll get back to you guys in a second about that. Uh, if you want to talk some more about uh, what consists of the Windows experience, quote unquote, you can go right ahead. Yeah, while you look that up, uh, because yeah. we're responsible here, Windows 365 yeah. is built on, like Kareem said, it's built on Azure Virtual Desktop, and it is, it's all about virtualization via the cloud. Um, it's for large enterprises mainly, and it requires greater customization and flexibility for those who would rather, like, not want to deal with Azure Virtual Desktop, which requires a lot of under the hood tweaking and a lot of technicalities. This is a very rather straightforward, simple experience where you just be able to pull up Windows, open Edge, open Chrome, and uh, get Windows via the cloud. Uh, Microsoft specifically mentioned that it would work on Linux, on iOS, on Android, and even on Windows. So you could run Windows on Windows. If your business allows it, you could use your personal PC to access like a virtual PC from your home. And the other thing is, Personally, I think it's very great for first-line workers who, like, if a business wants to go out and to buy, like, 100 different PCs for people who are out in the field, it's very expensive. But if they already have, like, a phone or a tablet and they could run Windows via the cloud and then just stream something, it's it's going to help cut down a lot of costs. And it's already included and it's already bundled with Microsoft 365, which has Teams and, and the whole... Yammer and all these other apps that you're already using. So it's tapping into a lot of, lot, a huge potential right there. Yeah, um, I was able to quickly pull up some information. Now, again, this is uh, some inadvertently released information. So it's subject to change. Uh, keep that in mind. Uh, and this information uh, comes to us via The Verge initially. Uh, and we have our first uh, pricing is 31 bucks per user per month. Uh, for anybody who's any business, small to medium or large businesses that are interested in doing this. Uh, and what that offers, at least for at, at that pricing structure, you get a, uh, two CPUs, four gigabytes of RAM, and up to 128, sto 128 gigabytes of storage virtually for your device uh, or to be streamed to your device. Uh, so again, this is, you know, that's your base level. Um, there are a plethora of SKUs for this, um, you know, which can, you know, start at uh, two gigabytes of RAM or just 64 uh, or, or all the way up to 64 gigabytes of RAM. And I'm assuming because we don't have, we only have the leaked information for the uh, single tier for four gigabytes that, you know, it will scale if you are trying to stream a, a computer device or uh, your operating system, you, which needs 64 gigabytes of uh, RAM to run it. Um, again, this is all virtually speaking. Your thin client may not necessarily need that. So, 
Uh, again, like I said, keep that in mind. Uh, I will, we will link to an article we have that has all of the Windows 365 configurations uh, that people can uh, kind of uh, get in a VM for yourself. Um, that you know, for front and they have them kind of uh, detailed as far as uh, work models. So they have stuff for frontline workers, managers, and acquisition people. Uh, people who are just bringing their own device, uh, you know, bringing their own PCs from home, finance and government. So, you know, uh, you could basically select your tier based on the business you're doing, software developers or an another list of category, engineers, content creators, researchers. Uh, so, you know, they're just, again, simplifying the whole process of figuring out what you need by developing this tier. So if you find yourself within one of those business markets, you can probably just click on that uh, offer or that model. Get yourself a configuration. Pay for how many people are going to be streaming these, you know, streaming this operating system from the device. Um, what I was going to say is, you know, kind of jumping back to what I said earlier, is that I believe that whenever they get this commercialized, uh, meaning to the consumer and not just to enterprise, this would be where I see uh, the solution to Windows 10X. Uh, I know everyone was kind of hoping to get uh, that lightweight operating system and and you know cheaper devices and things like that. They were all, you know, sort of fortuitously told that was going to happen. <laughs> uh, but the reality is, is that Microsoft doesn't need another operating system. Uh, and if they want to keep the market share, and I don't know if they're ever going to grow it anymore, just because I, I personally believe operating systems are now at the point of being appliances. If they want to keep and maintain their market share in education, which is still very large, much larger than Chrome, Chrome OS, uh, they need to be able to stream to current devices, the old crappy $200, $300 PCs that are the reason why some people are moving over to Chrome OS. If they're able to stream Windows 11 to these devices where, and teachers don't have to necessarily change their workflow, change their tools, or change the devices that all the, all the, the IT guy has to do is set up uh, the accounts on the devices, it's a win-win. Uh, Microsoft can keep the licensing fee, so to speak. They get a subscription model and students get new a new upgraded operating system. And um, all that said, Windows 365 is set to become generally available on August 2nd. And uh, Kareem mentioned the, the leaked uh, pricing, but obviously it is subject to change. But Microsoft said it is for, quote unquote, organizations of all sizes. And they specifically mentioned two edition, They're like how you have Windows 10 Pro and Home and Education and S. There's Windows 365 Business and Windows 365 Enterprise with multiple cloud and you could choose multiple different uh, configurations for different needs with different amounts of RAM and, and storage and whatnot. Yeah, uh, so, you know, small, I'm assuming business means SMBs for everybody and enterprises, yep. you know, probably 5,000 seats or more. So uh, find out where it best suits you. Uh, we Again, we have tons of articles uh, about this and we'll keep, continue to keep writing about this, but this is a huge development. Uh, surprisingly, it came at Inspire. You know, this wasn't something that was hinted at a build or whatever. Uh, probably because it doesn't really require development developer involvement, but uh, this is big, so we'll keep our eyes on it. And something that has eyes is Clippy. Uh, Clippy. Oh, <laughs> I bought it back. I told you. Nice. Now that you're back in your office and we're back yeah. to in our regular settings, it's time right. to bring back the segways. <laughs> Firing all cylinders. So yeah, you might remember Clippy from Office 97. Um, he got in the way and would ask you to if you needed help writing letters. But 
now Microsoft is giving Clippy a new look. Um, if you right now you look at for emojis and you type paperclip, you will see that you get a paperclip emoji. But uh, what Microsoft is working on is to improve the emojis in Windows 10 and Windows 11. They are over 1,800 emojis right now in Windows 10, Windows 11, and Microsoft, Microsoft 365, which includes Teams. And what Microsoft right here is doing is they're giving their emojis a new look, and Clippy just so happens to be involved with it. Um, they're getting rid of the old 2D-style icons, and they're making all their new emojis look more 3D and more lifelike. Um, there is a specific quote here from the Microsoft design team, which had a whole blog post about it. They said, over 1,800 emojis exist within Microsoft 365, and we've been working for the past two years to dramatically refresh them by creating a system that is intimately fluent. We opted for 3D designs over 2D and chose to animate the majority of our emoji. Um, we'll have the B-roll showing you all the improvements rolling over while we're speaking here. But uh, Microsoft says these new emojis will be coming this holiday season on Windows and Teams and other Microsoft 365 apps, including Yammer and Outlook in 2022. Um, they, there's also five new emojis which are catered for hybrid work. I believe there is one of a webcam with some tape over it, another with a smiley face uh, wearing a microphone with the microphone being muted, another one where uh, there's a family sitting in front of a Surface computer. So Microsoft is thinking here about emojis and giving them a brand new look. Yeah, um, I think you said it you succinctly. Um, now, the only question I have, and I think I was asking this off mic, is what do people who aren't on Windows see? And I have a feeling that Apple's going to do the weird thing and give people just <laughs> random boxes empty boxes and be like oh someone sent you something from windows we can't read it are emojis like unicode i'm not they sure are. If they are they're supposed so, to so they're supposed to show based off of how this you is, send it on your platform so i'm assuming I was gonna say, maybe android would do it because they really hate windows <laughs> maybe the five new emojis that microsoft is working on like the one with the surface pcs will show up as squares on other operating systems but i'm sure that who doesn't have a Windows PC? There's 1.3 billion of them in the world. So I mean, you'll <laughs> if, you, if you're if you're following anybody on YouTube, uh, they're all Mac users apparently. I'm just I'm joking. I, I'm I'm sure everyone will see a version of this. Uh, I'm glad that Microsoft's advancing their own ones to make again coincide with their overall uh, UI refresh. Um, I appreciate that. I just I always worry that like I'm seeing the cool things, and then my wife's gonna be like, "What did you just send me?" I'm like, "Oh." Yeah, there's a whole family with Surface <laughs> uh, users. Uh, emojis are have been a source of controversy too, but Microsoft is trying to make their emojis feel more natural and look more beautiful and flow with the rest of Windows and the rest of their apps. And it's a beautiful thing to see come to life. Oh, the other thing too to mention is that while Clippy has got his own emoji, he also is being featured in Teams as a new background. So again, we are in the midst of a Clippy renaissance. Um, and so we'll see where else he shows up in Windows 11 is. And that said, I think we hit all of our main topics here. Now that means it is time for Fast Recap. And we have three topics this week. And one of them is including Windows 11. So I'm giving us 10 minutes again this week because I want us to go into all the details of this new build, which has like 10 pages of notes. And if you're a gambling person, I'm going to say it's going to take us six minutes. So start your <laughs> clock. Here we go, 10 minutes.
Okay, Windows uh, 11 build uh, showed up, uh, what was that, Tuesday-ish, something like that, Tuesday or Wednesday? The date's not important, uh, but what is is what it brought, uh, and what it brought was, let me show I got the right information here, because I am testing it out, but I want to make sure I give you guys the right stuff. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, it brought us a new entertainment widget, uh, which is basically just an ad for Microsoft <laughs> uh, movies, and, and movies and TV, basically. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I haven't interacted with the widget itself. It doesn't base. It doesn't seem to be based on things I've seen, and more just an advertisement on uh, new content that comes into the store itself. So um, I'm praying that Microsoft at least gets the AI a little bit better, so that it can say, "Are you still watching?" You know, I was watching like uh, Knives Out, and I would like to see if it said, "Are you still like? Are you still watching this?" If not, would you like to pick up and continue? That'd be awesome. The other thing we got, and I'll let you get into this, is context menus. Yeah, there are some new context menus in Windows 11. Before, uh, we were talking about this off camera, and you're like, hey, let me check it out and test it to see if it's actually there. Well, before, if you right-clicked anywhere in Windows 11, you would get kind of a context menu that was white instead of uh, fluent or solid. Or solid, or solid. Yeah. yeah, but now the context menus are using the acrylic material, and it looks a lot more beautiful, and it lines up with the whole arrow effect that they have going with the way that you multitask and the way that the um, the new taskbar, new start menu look. Yeah, it gives you that kind of uh, parallax effect where you see that there's something behind the uh, thing that you're looking at initially, uh, that you know there's life still going on, that there's still work going on behind it. Uh, other- talk about the rounded corners that are new in the, ta- in the task. Everything board. is rounded. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> you want rounded, they want rounded, everyone gets rounded. Uh, they now have uh, they round, rounded the corners on the preview menus in the taskbar. So when you kind of hover over any of the icons that are active that have a window to be shown, uh, it will now have a nice squircle. Is that what they call them? <laughs> But someone on Reddit pointed out that even though the taskbar preview icons are rounded, the X button on the icons is still square. So Microsoft has some work to do. Yeah, they got to get out their sanders. They, they, they've sanded most of it. They got to <laughs> finish the rest if they want to get the A plus in, uh, in rounded corners. The other big thing is that it came with a ton of fixes and known issues. Uh, so uh, for something that you know most of us consider just lipstick on a pig, they're, they are really digging into the nooks and crannies of this to make sure that it's optimized, that it's working well. Uh, I know I was having an issue with the uh, Windows Explorer itself, sometimes freezing. Uh, it seems to be a little bit better in this build, and that's, I mean, I still get it, but not as often. So uh, if you're having issues with your build, go check the uh, notes, check our or post about it as well. We have them all listed, and you can kind of see uh, what's not fixed, what is fixed, and what you can add to the feedback hub. And that said, uh, enough about Windows, let's move on to Teams now. There is a new, I'm not saying official, I will call it unauthorized, quote-unquote. And uh, your your co-host here did not try it, and you did not try it either, right? No, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, anyway, the, um, the uh, link for said uh, unauthorized Teams app was tweeted out by our favorite leaker, uh, Walking Cat. And if you download it and you install it, it will only work with, uh, oddly enough, Teams for Life or Teams for Consumer Accounts. And it's moving away from the Electron app that uh, has been used in Teams for quite some while now. And there are now some uh, performance changes and some visual changes in it, but you can't make video or audio calls from it for some strange reason. 
<laughs> yeah, they, they basically wrote up the whole functionality of the app for some reason, and now are saying it's faster. Yeah, when you don't build in the things that need to be there, I'm sure it's just a faster static app. But um, uh, I didn't try it myself. <laughs> Our criminal mastermind uh, co-author, right. Laurent, right. was uh, telling us about it. He told us about it. And uh, from what he's describing, it is actually a faster app. Uh, you can, and the resizing uh, is uh, particularly noticeable as well. So for those of you who uh, have a friend who wants to try it out, uh, let us know your feedback. Let us know how it is. But the new Teams app is available for people to who are seeking out a new experience for but again it's not the full uh business one that you would have all your contacts associated with so it's gonna be kind of hard to be like hey wife you want to try out the teams app with me <laughs> just keep that in mind before this app was only for internal microsoft employees but now apparently it also works with personal microsoft accounts so there is that but that's not the last team story for fast recap we also have something about like video filters, kind of like Snapchat coming inside of Teams now? Yeah, uh, it is not as goofy as like adding lipsticks or a weird background or uh, bigger eyeballs or anything like that. But what they're doing is they're using AI, which is always the, the catchphrase, to enhance uh, backgrounds, uh, to add like auto HDR, to automatically lighten scenes. Uh, you know, it's, it's all the things that you would expect to see from a Zoom or a Skype or a WebEx or anything like that. They're just bringing them over to uh, Teams in a little more, uh, in more more options and more features. So uh, you can test those out, I believe, coming soon. I don't know if they're if they're rolling out at this moment. Uh, I, I've seen the video on what they're going to be like. I haven't actually played with it myself. And that said, uh, we just finished Fast Recap, and it was close to 10 minutes, uh, ah. even probably less. So we, we did it here, and uh, now it's time for Week Ahead. Yes, this is the fun part. So we get to talk about hardware, which is always our favorite, my favorite as well. I'm hoping your favorite, because uh, it's more tangible. Uh, this week, as I mentioned at the top, uh, Microsoft sent me all of the accessories to play with. Uh, I started playing, I got them last night, been using them today at work, uh, used the speaker, which is amazing so far. Uh, I've used the camera for one or two meetings. I was in a fluorescent room, so, it, you know, that was a little bit iffy. Uh, I've used the headsets, both, um, which, again, I believe uh, for the Bluetooth one has the surface-like ring. Uh, the, USB, the USB one has buttons. Uh, again, everything has a dedicated Teams button on here. All devices have it. They have a mute as well. So I'll get into my review on those uh, and the mic. Uh, maybe I'll test it on our next uh, video call. Uh, I also got uh, Lenovo's Legion 7i gaming PC. Just came in today, so I'll have to unwrap that and start testing that as that out as well. You better uh, play some Microsoft Flight Simulator on that <laughs> and put, and put the, those RTX uh, 30 graphics to the to the stress right there. Just flip all the switches to ultra, 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 and 120 frames per second, and let's see what happens. I'm pretty sure I'm going to be sending back Lenovo a, a burnt PC. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, I'm or, sorry. or a jet engine that was accidentally like uh, yeah, blown us apart. <laughs> I set my lap on fire, thanks to yeah. you. <laughs> um, we're also going to be talking about, and this is, I don't know, do you have hardware that you're going to be testing out? I know you usually get stuff. 
Yeah, I'm actually using the Dell 4K webcam right now for uh, the ultra sharp 4K webcam right now for the podcast. And we weren't able to try it last week because FedEx bought it in too late. But now I, I'm actually using it during the call. So if you actually notice like anything different between this episode and last episode, let us know in the comments and in the chat because we want to know. What do you think of this webcam? Is it's 4K resolution, and I have it set to 4K right now. So, are you seeing my sweat beads? Are you seeing my moles <laughs> and and my hairlines or whatever? Let me know what you guys think because we want to test it and and see for ourselves how this webcam is going. Yeah, we want to make sure that all of those claims stand up to to all the scrutiny. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that review is coming next week, by the way. Um, if once I get going with things. Uh, thinking of, speaking of things coming next week, SegPay, uh, I have my post about the six-year anniversary of Windows. I know you wrote yours on the day that it came out because you're a much faster writer than me. <laughs> uh, and so, you know, just to kind of toss some ideas back and forth on the pod right now, uh, I know that you were taught, you went through a very thorough uh, history of Windows 10 from its inception, uh, from the beginnings, which were laid back, back in Windows 8 through you know where it's at today and how uh it kind of shaped windows 11 as well i suggest everyone read that when they get a chance um and i i'm not writing a counter to it or anything like that i'm just writing my own opinion uh, about again windows 7 or windows 10 becoming the windows 7 that we all need while the rest of us kind of go off and play with windows 11 just in case windows 11 becomes a dead like windows 8 we'll at least have windows 10 to kind of fall back on and uh, Windows 10 RTM, which is when it releases it to um, laptop makers and tablet makers, it RTM on July 15th, which is when I wrote my piece. But the bigger anniversary for most people should be July 29th, which is when you were actually able to download it and uh, make ISOs and go to the store and buy it yourself and clean install it on new machines. Well, I mean, not this audience. Uh, I'm looking at you guys. We were all... Windows 10 users probably beta, a year, beta testing yeah, it, yeah, yeah, about a year beforehand. So uh, when everyone else finally, you know, your friends came nudging at you, what's this Windows 10 thing? You were like, I've been using it for a while, but to get used to the new start menu. And it's been a very long journey for Windows. Remember when people were complaining about all the privacy stuff, uh, the lack of this and the lack of that, and this needs changing. And what did you do to the start menu? What did you do to this? Uh, yeah. It's it's really evolved. As much as we complain, the way Windows 10 looks today, if you find the original, uh, what is the original version? I think it's 1507, if I'm not mistaken. If you pull up a PC with 1507 and you pull up a PC today with 21H1 and you look at the two, you'll see a huge evolution between how Windows 10 has changed. And it's all thanks to feedback from people like you and me who uh, use the Feedback Hub, who talk to Microsoft in the Feedback Hub, who tweet about things that need changing. And it's even thanks to Microsoft. Um, remember when Windows 10 first came out, you couldn't even connect your phone to your PC. You couldn't get texts. You couldn't get phone calls. The apps were terrible. Their, their app store wasn't well populated. And all of that thing has changed within six years. And it's been a very long journey. And it's even helped get us to where we are today with Windows 11, like, like uh, Kareem said. Well, definitely. I mean, I remember uh, not being able to resize uh, the start or the tiles in the start menu 
the start menu was a pain in the butt. You only had two sizes, basically. It was that there was a skinny version or the big two thirds box. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The other thing was that you know we're working off of Windows 8.1 apps, uh, which were all still full screen apps that uh, used Metro, which meant a lot of text, but not uh, and a heavy emphasis on images. But the spacing in every app was just excessive. You had a lot of white space. You had a lot of functionality pulled out from those just because of the way the development platform was. This is before we got UWP, and you know even that still kind of uh, an arguable success for for developers. But again, we had these really limited apps, uh, and the versions that came in, you didn't want to use. You were just forced to go back. I remember the browser, um, you know, shifted from. Uh, Windows uh, IE to Edge. Yeah, IE yeah. to Edge, and the old IE, which was back in Windows 8.1, which came from Windows 8, had the URL of uh, thing at the bottom of it. It was, you know, had big giant bulky icons. I mean, there's been a lot that's changed, and I think we take it for granted, as you mentioned, uh, where we're at because we're still complaining. We're always going to be complaining because <laughs> we always want better, but we do have to take a step back and just say, like, you know, there has been a ton of progress made. And that was a good retrospective on Windows, which is actually the perfect way to end the podcast because we've run out of things to talk about. Yeah, I mean, anything that's <laughs> coherent. We can always incoherently talk about Windows. But uh, yeah, with that being said, let's do our outros, which is, again, you can find me, Kareem Anderson, at Mindhead1 on Twitter. Uh, where can people find you at? A back turn. Yes. Um, and you can also find all of our writings, our opinions, our reviews, our giveaways, if we start getting back into the business of doing that again soon. Uh, in our commentary, all that on Microsoft, which is again and on Twitter as well. Um, we aren't anywhere else because that's just too time consuming. So find <laughs> us on Twitter. Uh, find uh, all the other writers, all the great writers. Ravi is on there. Lawrence on there. Uh, Benjamin, we, you know, everyone else is on there. If you want to read some really good work from other people, um, that's all I got to say. Yep, everyone, uh, as we say every week, thanks for watching us, and we hope to see you again soon. Same place, same time. Uh, I'm going to have to start reiterating uh, wear some masks because we have a Delta variant out there. I want everyone to be safe. I want to keep seeing you guys every week. So take care of yourselves uh, any way you can. And get, go get that vaccine. Yes, please. So we can <laughs> all ha have a service meeting in person. All right, everyone, take care. <laughs>